Hey, welcome to The Abundant Artist, a podcast for creatives looking to create more abundance in their lives, more happiness, more results, more money. I'm Whitney Uland. I'm an actor, writer, and certified life coach, and I'm going to show you exactly how to start feeling better and how to go after your creative ambitions. Hello, wonderful artists. I hope that you're having an amazing day whenever you are listening to this. I wanted to celebrate because I just was on the platform that I use to distribute this podcast and noticed that we just crossed 20,000 downloads. Fuck yeah. I think that's so cool. Just crazy. Like, I think back to when I started this and I was recording the first episode from you know, my mom's spare bedroom. And now here we are 20,000 downloads later. And as if you've been listening to the last few months, you know that I'm just, I'm just out here recording these on voice memos <laughs> and there, the bar has never been lower, but I feel really good because I feel like the content is so strong and I'm, I'm just celebrating my clients, honestly, also because they just are seeing so much growth and it's, it's been really cool watching as I came back from maternity leave and just see like how they've all been able to continue using these tools. And, you know, of course we had coaches in there while I was gone, but they really did the fucking work and their results are catching up and showing and they're feeling better and they're booking things. And I just saw one of my clients was in a, a producer session for a, for a series regular for a television show. And it just is so, it's so gratifying. And like, I just feel so grateful to be a coach and to, to be able to be part of, of this community of dreamers and to be able to, to teach you all the things that have changed my life. And so anyway, thank you for being here. Thank you for continuing to show up for yourself, for your brain, for your mental health and for your career. I wanted to talk today about changing your self-concept. And this is something that I've been playing with a lot with my clients. And then also with my, like I'm building out, I think I've mentioned I'm building out a course for new moms. And so this is one of the concepts for them. So I've just been uh, basically trying to articulate the same concepts, but in new ways. And it's been really cool to also see, you know, I have a very specific intellectual property for my process. Of course, mindset tools are not you know, no one owns mindset, but the, my specific process is proprietary and specific to artists and now building that out for mothers as well. And that's been really cool. And something that's been interesting also is that I've been working on a project and looking through old photos. This is like a creative project and looking for old photos. And as I've been doing that, it's been so funny to just look at these pictures back to even just a couple of years ago and just seeing how different I am and how much I've grown and how much I've changed. And you know, what's that quote that it's like, if you're not embarrassed by your past self, then you're not growing fast enough. And that has definitely been my experience. And it's so funny too, just to look back at these, these moments where I was at a film festival or I was, you know, whatever, and just really felt like I was like, on top of the world and now to look back and be like, oh, she's so cute. (laughs) Like not in a condescending way, but just in this way that I don't think I realized at the time how my inner self-concept did not actually match what other people were seeing in the world and like through 
their eyes. And I, it was kind of this almost like imposter syndrome thing. And like, I, I, I do think that imposter syndrome has, there's some merit. There are some, some people that actually do not show up and do the work. And so their imposter syndrome is valid. Like sometimes you're just going to feel insecure if you're not actually going after your goals. Right. And you're not actually doing the shit. And that's something that of course I coach clients on now, but is, it's just interesting when like I, at the time, my self-concept was at this level that I like seriously believed that I was capable of things that I had never done. And I'm still the same fucking way. Right. And so it's just interesting now because, okay. So this morning, just to like paint a picture for y'all, I went to Pilates and love going to Pilates. I have the best instructor do private session. And then I came home. It was our first day having our nanny here. Like our more permanent nanny passed my baby off. And I'm just like, what? Like I'm a person who's old enough and mature enough and responsible enough to have a nanny, like what's happening. And as soon as I passed her off, uh, passed the baby off to her, I got on a call to negotiate a contract with a lawyer for something in my, uh, entertainment career. And I just was like thinking, and like, I'm just looking around at my life and being like, wow, this is kind of crazy how it's, it's like, it's not crazy because it's who I am. It's the life that I've built. And I'm really proud of like, you know, the, the contract that I'm negotiating for and the, like all of the things that I'm doing, the business that I have, the child that I'm raising, like all of those things, I'm so fucking proud of them. But this life, the current life that I have right now is the life that matched my self-concept back in 2019. So what I believed of myself and what I was capable of in 2019 is what I'm experiencing now. And I think that's always the case is that your current, I mean, this is always the case. This isn't one of my theories. This is this is just like a, a, a law of the universe is that your current reality reflects your previous thoughts, right? And your previous self-concept. And, and what I mean when I say self-concept is your thoughts about yourself, your belief in yourself, your self-identity, all of those things. So uh, any anything that you see on the outside is a reflection of past choices, past decisions, past thinking, past self-concept, all of that. And it's just, again, it was so funny looking at these pictures because in my brain, I was like where I am at right now. And yet like looking back, I'm just like, wow, I, that's before I had all of these growth experiences and these big failures and these big wins and these big successes. And so that was also really inspiring to think forward is that I'm just like, oh, it's going to be so fun three years from now when I look back at where I'm at right now. And I'm like, damn, I thought I was like, like I was kind of faking it, right? Like my self-concept where I'm at right now doesn't match my present reality because my self-concept is way ahead of where I'm at right now. And this is the skill of continuing to create new results is to become the person who has the results over and over and over again until you have them. And it's this weird like mind fuck because you're just being delusional about what you're capable of. And then all of a sudden you've done it. And it's really like, and the opportunities for this growth and for these moments happen in your daily decisions, how you show up now. And like, here's another example. And I don't, I don't want to talk about the morality, I'm sorry, of like, you know, the toxic body, body standards or, you know, oh my God, what's it called? Diet culture, like all of those things that are very toxic. I, that's not what I'm trying to promote here. But I think like that's a clear example where it's like you have to keep 
if, if someone has the goal and let's say it's for medical reasons, you know, whatever to lose weight through exercise or through healthy eating, however, they're going to do that. They would have to continue, right? Like showing up at the gym or go or eating the, the calorie deficient meals in order for the future for the scale to move, right? You can't just like eat one salad and go for one walk and then expect the scale to move down. It like takes continual showing up when you don't have the results. And that's really hard to do in any way, in any like facet of your life, but especially in your self-concept and in what your, what your career is. And you just have to keep it. And that's the thing is like, I don't even like the phrase fake it till you make it because it's not faking it when you can learn how to hack your brain. You don't have to just pretend like it's not like pulling on a suit or putting on a mask and being like, and now I'm a professional working artist that blah, blah, blah. No, you like actually step into the place of feeling those things, thinking those things about yourself, believing those things about yourself. And that's the skill of coaching. That's the skill of the Abundant Artist Academy. And that's the skill that I really have mastered and have um, helped so many of my clients to do. And the one thing though, that I've realized is that, well, and I should say that the way that you that it's not faking it the way that you actually embody it is to not only work with your brain, but to work with your nervous system, right? To work with your body and to actually create the feelings in your body, to get your body to feel safe, being delusional, get your body to feel safe, having the things that you want, going out, risking new things, all of that. And so that's really the process of the Abundant Artists Academy. And of what I do every day is just continuing to bring myself, bring my body back to safety. And of course I break down the tools to do that for my clients. But what I will say just for the scope of this podcast is that a lot of it comes down to emotional processing and self-compassion. And what I've seen though happen a lot is that there are, so I mentioned last week that there are kind of, when we're trying to create new results, we kind of go into one of these two categories. And one is that we know what we should be doing and we don't do it. And the other is that we can't get ourselves to do anything. Right. And so both of those are two sides of the same coin. And I have, I, I also mentioned, and I got a few emails about this is that that course is inside of the Abundant Artist Academy. If you want to access that, it's in the first module. It's like a choose your own adventure. And if either of the, like you pick whichever one of those speaks to you more and then go from there. So anyway, but those are the two, the two elements that we do, right? So on the one hand, you either don't take action and you can't get yourself to, or you're taking a lot of action, but it's not working. And what I've seen happen is the people who don't take any action often have this, I'm going to say it's like a fake self-compassion because it's the words might sound like self-compassion they but really it's kind of just letting yourself off the hook and most of the time it's kind of like making excuses and then but and the way that I that we know that it's making excuses is because it doesn't feel right like it feels like you're justifying it it feels like or maybe you like beat your you're like beating yourself up for not doing it or it just like the feeling of it doesn't feel soft or compassionate or loving. It feels like an out, right? It feels like an excuse. And this is one of those things. If you're someone who like, and, and again, this is not to put people into boxes because we all do these things. Like just the other night I was going to this networking event and I really just like didn't want to go because I was tired. And, and like, truthfully, I was like, I have every reason to not go. I have worked all day. I have a baby who is in a sleep regression, so I'm not sleeping again. 
like there are like literally no one would notice or be mad if I didn't go to this thing. Right. But the feeling was not a place of compassion. It was a place of like justifying. And I have had, like for me, there are times where like, I'm thinking of a specific example, like two weeks before that, where there was a time that I was going to go to a networking event. And from a place of compassion, I was able to differentiate and just say like, you know what, what's actually the most loving for me right now is sleep. And I need to stay home and I need to get rest and and that. And, and the way again, that, you know, is that you feel very different. It doesn't feel justified. It doesn't feel like you're getting an out or letting yourself off the hook. It feels like a sense of compassion. And again, all of this work too, is an, it's an art. It's not a science, right? So there's, it's not a math equation and it's all this work of getting to know yourself so intimately that, you know, kind of like to what I was saying last week, you know, yourself so intimately that you know how to get it into the flow. You know, when you're self-sabotaging, you know, when you actually do need the rest, you know, all of these things. And it comes from getting really clear about you and your nervous system and your brain and also letting go of society's expectations. Right. Anyway, I digress. So there's like the, often what I, what I was, what I was getting at, I guess, is that the, there's like the people who can't take action and it's usually coming from a false sense of self-compassion. And then the other, other side of the coin, people who take a ton of action, uh, often they have a false sense of a high self-concept. So um, again, what I mean by a a false sense of that is they have a self-concept, but it might be something like, I can figure this out or I do anything or I'm an underdog and I always eventually, like I'm scrappy, like something like that. And that will get you pretty far. And I think for me, that's, that was definitely something that I identified with for a really long time. And that was honestly a lot of the self concept that I had when I was looking like back at those pictures from like 2019, that was the like scrappy underdog mentality. That was my self-concept. And it's not that those thoughts about myself weren't true. It's just that it, that can kind of only again, get you so far because you have to stay an underdog in order to maintain that. So anyway, so but the, the actual like winning combination that you need to continually take take action and create results over time is a true self-compassion and a true self-concept. So the way that we do this, though, is to identify the actual thoughts that you need to be thinking in order to create the feeling of self-compassion and the self-concept to go with it. So this is something that I want you to just like think about like which of those two areas do you feel like you struggle with more? Do you feel yourself justifying your way out of taking action a lot of the time or do you by saying that you're just like having a hard time or something came up or whatever or do you notice yourself thinking like, and again, this is like kind of that scrappy, like, oh, I'll figure it out. You're a person who like everyone else is like, this person's very reliable. You're probably someone who takes on too much in, you're like the person in a group project who would do all of the work and then have to split the credit. If that's you, even though that is an amazing quality. And also again, even that like kind of false self-compassion can be an amazing quality and help you be very empathetic to other people and things like that. They are not 
these false senses of self-compassion and self-concept are not going to help you to generate the results that you want and to create the life that you want ultimately because they're not the actions that will continue moving you forward towards your growth. And another thing I want you to just think about and look at is are you a person who always has the like the carrot in front of you that you keep moving excuse me, that you keep, like, chasing the carrot, uh, if you think about, like, a, like, a horse with a carrot dangling in front of it, and the horse just, like, keeps walking because it thinks it's going to catch the carrot, if that's you, and what this can look like in your career is you kind of think, like, oh, as soon as I get this contract, as soon as I get this opportunity, as soon as I have this agent, as soon as I have that, then I'll believe the X, Y, and Z, then I'll be happy, then I'll feel like I'm a real artist, then I'll feel successful, if you're doing that, it's coming from one of these two things, either the false self, self-concept or the, the false self-compassion. So these are the, uh, I, I want you to just spend some time identifying where you're at, see if this is something that you are experiencing. If it is, then join us in the Abundant Artist Academy, my group coaching program where you will learn the exact steps cognitively through the video modules and the trainings, and then join us on our coaching calls where I can coach you on this and we can get really in the weeds with your specific brain and your specific nervous system and tendencies and all of those things so that we can figure out exactly how to create that winning combination of self-compassion while elevating your self-concept. So if this speaks to you, of course, I would love to have you on the inside. Head to the show notes and send me any DMs you have, questions about this, or if you have something that you'd like to talk to me, like me to talk about on the podcast, go ahead and send it to me in a DM at Whitney Uland. And I hope you have an amazing day. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you're ready to take this work even deeper and up-level your life and career, follow the link in my show notes to coach with me in the Abundant Artist Academy, my group coaching program for creatives who are tired of being struggling artists and who are ready to start creating more in their lives, more happiness, more bookings, and more money. I'll see you on the inside. Bye.